Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hello. Hello. Can anybody hear me? Hello. That's me doing the start of uh, Day of the Dead. Yes, Day of the Dead. Uh, welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Uh, this is a gap week for us, meaning it's summer, and we sometimes go, it's kind of slow, let's take a break. Or specifically in this case, I go, hey, I'm still driving, and Troy goes, it's kind of slow, let's take a break. And I go, yes. One thing, however, we're calling an official end to our little fifth anniversary celebration. Thanks to everyone that posted a little celebratory post. They were all amazing. Uh, good laughs. Uh, but we only have three of the Crossref gift boxes, and those are going to go to... Drum roll. It's our drum roll here. Adam Sloman, Jordan Hamilton, and Jim Maritato. Uh, we'll DM you guys on Twitter and get your deets. Uh, I'm warning you now, don't sit by the door waiting for the mailman. Are you waiting for the package you just ordered? Maybe. I haven't finished the boxes yet. I mean, I'm going to get to them real quick, but, you know, to, give it a few weeks. We'll be back next week to talk about some new merch news. Check in on how we're doing with our Lego Legacy Heroes Unbox quests to get all the Ghostbusters. And anything else that happens between now and the next episode. We'll also get back to our Eagle Moss Ecto build soon. And we got a couple surprises cooking, so, you know, stay tuned. However, if you're sitting thinking you're getting a short episode this week, well, fear not. This seemed like a good time to dig into the proton charging vaults, and I've dug out this 1999 episode of the Wayne Resnick Show on AM, KFI in Los Angeles. I think they say KFI AM. KFI, no, that doesn't roll. AM, KFI, I prefer that. Uh, way back in 1999 when the new DVD was, the first Ghostbusters DVD was coming out, uh, they invited Ernie Hudson, William Atherton, and Slavitsy Jovan on to talk about, well, everything and anything and Ghostbusters and ostensibly it was to promote the DVD. Uh, and along the way, uh, as an added bonus, they brought on some schmuck Ghostbusters fan to ask a dumb question. This episode uh, predates podcasts by a million years. They sent me a copy on cassette tape. You can ask your parents about that one. So I feel it's kind of cool to share this little snippet of Last Millennium Radio with you. Uh, I think I shared this on Proton Charging 12 years ago, and that link broke ages ago. So here for you, this week's filler, The Wayne Resnick Show. <laughs>
We can't waste another minute. Was my mic off that whole time before until I just heard it again? Should we start the whole show over? Fine. It's the Saturday night. You know what? And we have big Hollywood stars in the studio and on the telephone lines. And you do that to me. When we had the guy last week who wrote the book, "Better Five Better Ways to Municipal Bond Portfolios, everything went perfectly. Now when we have big shots among us, mm-hmm. All right, well, without further ado, uh, we start the show tonight by celebrating the release of what many people here at the station believe is the best movie ever made. And I'll be honest with you. I think it's one of the five best movies ever made. I don't know if it's the best movie ever made, but everybody kept coming up and saying, no, it's actually the best movie ever made. Ghostbusters, the collector series coming out on DVD... We'll tell you a little bit later, A, how to win one, and B, all the extra stuff that you get. And joining us to celebrate this, first of all, in the studio, live, not quite as scary as in the movie. You know her as Gozer the Gozerian, who will, what, suck your soul and spit it out and make a lot of trouble. (laughs) Just going, yes. Slavica Jovan is here. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. And on line seven, William Atherton. Is this line seven? You are line seven. Oh, okay. thanks for finding my camper shell, too. <laughs> okay. And on line eight, the you sort of dubbed the fourth Ghostbuster, Ernie Hudson. Ernie, welcome to KFI. Hey, thanks. It's great to be here. I'm so glad you're all here. And I think we want to start right off with a little contest for the three of you. This is a way that people can win a copy of this DVD. Uh, You can start to call in now at 1-800-520-1KFI. We have prepared a little quiz involving all three of you, and we'll need listeners to come on. I never pass pod quizzes. That's that's why I'm still an actor. (laughs) Well, this one one I think you might find surprisingly doable. Really? Yes. Okay. And uh, and when people call up, if they can uh, match you in this quiz, they will be entered to win this Ghostbusters DVD. And while they're calling in at 1-800-520-1KFI, you could also call the local lines 520-1KFI, although people don't like to do that because they're cheap and they like to call the 800 lines. But you actually can call the local lines also. Um, let's talk a little bit about, for each Ernie's of you... going to win this. I know this. <laughs> well, no. See, the thing is you're not competing against each other. Oh, you're only God, competing. Always gonna win, so you're only <laughs> competing against yourselves. Oh, <laughs> And I can lose twice. Okay, that's fine. Good. So let's first, this movie, as we all know, it was a huge commercial success. I don't remember what the reviews were like at the time, but it's certainly been remembered fondly by everybody. I've never met a single person who has anything bad to say about it, because it is almost a perfect film. And if everybody would just like to 
have 30 seconds opening comment what this movie means to you. And I know, I know, and but you're supposed to play along. Big yes, time I Ho- know what well, we are. You have to understand something. We've never had three big-time Hollywood actors, actresses on the show at the same time. So we're very giddy, and we're all kind of geeking out on this end. So yeah. first of all, uh, in the studio, Gozer, Slavica Jovan, please. 30 seconds, what this movie means to you. <laughs> so far, I've won. No, her mic. You know what? Her mic's not on. She's speaking beautifully, and we're not yes. here. There we go. And back to that time, and this time, what I'm thinking about it. At that time, it gave me the feeling to relate uh, of not being of this world. Ooh. And, uh, but I didn't recognize that feeling at that time. So. Um, this is how I see it. Would you like to go back and redo Gozer with this newfound connection? How did you then get the feeling of not being of this world if it wasn't being harnessed up on wires and horrible red contacts put in your face and flipped around? Well, it's just my own personal nature. And if I would go back and do Gozer again, um, what I understand now and what I understood then, I think, uh, um, how do I relate to Goza? And uh, as it's being mentioned, Goza's evil god. At this time, I would think, uh, I think, true god cannot be evil, uh, if I can comprehend. Are you pulling a revisionist uh, history on us that Gozer is actually good? Um, no, Goza can be, to me, like an evil spirit. But not a god? No. Okay, uh, William Atherton, Walter Peck, nanny goat hair on the face, mm. not very helpful to the Ghostbusters, getting your comeuppance. How has that uh, affected you in your career? I've, I've taken a very deep look at every contract I've had since Ghostbusters. Oh? What was wrong with that contract? Nothing, except that it was Ghostbusters. And so I, I've had a deeply revisionist sense, business-wise, of every contract I've ever had since. Because it was so successful. Right. You know, and, um, and my other 14 seconds was that uh, I remember doing it. I, I, my feeling was kind of like I've been parachuted into an alien universe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the world is made of jello. And I will try to figure out exactly how to deal with all of this for the next couple of weeks until the movie's over and then see what it's like. <laughs> That's essentially what it was like. And um, so the combination of those two things, I have nothing revisionist at all about it um, in, in that way other than I've, I've taken a, a very deep look at capitalism since. <laughs> and you don't want to try to recast Walter Peck as some sort of well-meaning do-gooder wrongfully you know, accused of being a jerk by all of us? No, it was really more like life imitating art. I was, that was all me. It was entirely me. No. I was, no, I was put into the world, and, uh, and as I saw a couple of things the other night, and I thought, well, it, it really is funny, but the tragic thing about it is that I was acting completely naturally to everything that was going on. <laughs> and you weren't trying to be, uh, not at all. Obnoxious not at all. or. It's one uh-oh. of those kind of, you know, moments on earth when, when somehow or another the camera captures your soul. 
And I've been living with it ever since. And that's why, you know, I, I look at every contract since that time, too. <laughs> okay. And Ernie Hudson. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, first, I want to say hello to Bill. Because hello, I haven't, Ernie. I haven't seen him in so long, and it's, it's great to, uh, you know, we have to come together. If you together. haven't seen Ernie in Oz, he's the show. He's fabulous. <laughs> but, um, you know, Ghostbusters, is, uh, it was really very special. And uh, like Bill, I've, I've had to take a look at the contracts. And uh, it changed my life, and I can't say it was all positive, but uh, it's nice being a part of a film that uh, really touched so many people. Uh, I mean, on all levels, from the very young to the very old. And um, it really did absolutely, uh, I won't say nothing, but I certainly can't look at my career since then and, and, and say Ghostbusters had a big impact. It did my life, because I got people on the street knocking on my door. But, um, but, uh, and that I... That was I, the thing. Yeah, that's how I felt, too. I mean, yeah, you we, know, we I were having see... a good time doing this really out-of-it comedy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, it was it was huge and very strange, and and also my relationships with the studios, and and in terms of uh, thinking things were personal that really weren't personal at all. So um, it helped me to understand the business a little bit better. But um, uh, I, I certainly would do it again. I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of it, but I, I can't say that uh, uh, it, it, you know it was uh, it was all good. <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know how to. Well, well, well we're not going to rip. Down, but we're not going to rip the lid off some Hollywood. No, Babylon no, no, thing no I don't tonight. mean it that way. I, I'm thankful to have been a part of it, but I, I, I will say that. Uh, but you're saying what? You got screwed out of a lot of money. No, I'm saying it had a big impact on my life. Uh, sometimes as an actor, you, you, you're looking for those films that will be big, that will make a big difference. And Ghostbusters made a big difference in my life in terms of people on the street. Uh, in terms of just my own uh, private space, but in terms of my career where I thought the difference would come, I can't honestly say that it really had that much of an impact. I'll tell you what we'll do. When we come back, Ernie, we'll take a look. We have your whole career here, <laughs> and we'll take a look at what came right in the wake of Ghostbusters. Okay. Sure. And, in fact, we can do that for all three of you. And we have people on the phones oh my God. who are going to – that's okay <laughs> – people who are going to uh, take you on in something we've prepared in order to win – the Ghostbusters DVD. Uh, this is KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. Oh, God! <gasps> www.protoncharting.com So be good! For goodness sake, whoa! Scott and Casey. You know, you guys have absolutely no values whatsoever. I just finished listening to part of your program in which you say you want to participate in witchcraft. You make fun of Christianity, Catholicism, the Pope, and anything that's good and decent. And you will participate in something like that? You, you just want to partake in the work of the devil. Well, I hope God has mercy on you. Scott and Casey, Saturday night at midnight and Sunday afternoon at 2 on KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. The Saturday night fiasco, every Saturday, 9 until midnight. Time is ticking fast, so let's get back into it. We're celebrating the release of Ghostbusters, 
the Collector Series on DVD. Are we supposed to plug the uh, studio? I have a funny feeling. Let me just ask something here. William Atherton, you're not going to be upset if I don't plug the studio, right? Um, I mean, no, you're not going to be personally be upset, offended. But I don't want to be quoted as not being upset. Okay. <laughs> well, too late. Ernie okay. Hudson. You can learn from his mistake. Are you okay, going to be personally fine. upset if he I don't? He already has. See, I, I knew I would lose the spot quiz. That's okay. All right, here we go. We have some people on the line, and uh, William and Ernie, hold tight. You'll get a sense of what you're in for. Uh-huh. But uh, first up, Slavica Jovan here in the studio. You know, if you if you run the tape of Ghostbusters backwards, it's the Procter & Gamble logo. But. <laughs> All right, we have uh, who should take on uh, Slavica. Let's try Chris. In Vancouver, hi, you're on KFI. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. Okay, this may be really easy or really tough for one or both of you. We're going to play. One of the things about DVD technology is they can add a bunch of stuff that wasn't in the movie. One of the things that they like to do is add alternative language tracks to the pictures so that you can watch it not just in English but in other languages. So we now have a clip of Mrs. Jovan in one of her other movies, not in Ghostbusters. And we're going to see whether Chris or whether Slavica can identify this movie. Jeff, let him have it. La sécurité, s'il vous plaît. Si, la Voulez-vous venir, s'il vous plaît, chez Bellini? Je crois que nous avons un problème. Hmm, Chris, any ideas? Oh, my French is high school. I, I didn't catch any of that. It was going too fast. Okay. Uh, Boy, Slav- she sounds great, doesn't she? Yeah, I know. Slavica, do you recognize that in a different language? Uh, is it body double? It is body double. Can we hear the English, uh, please? He's got it. We just, there we go. Security, please. Yes, this is security. Would you please come over to Bellini's? I think we have a problem. All right. Uh, mm. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, hold on there. Maybe we'll, we'll come back to you. Okay, now, how about one for William Atherton and Veronica in Long Beach? Hi, you're on KFI with all these cool people. Um, hi. Okay, let us have... I forgot which one it is, but you know, right? Hi, Veronica. Okay. Hi. All right, William and Veronica, if you can name this movie. This is number uh, seven we're looking at. I'm sorry, eight. Number eight. All right. Okay. Number eight. Number eight in French. Non, vous ne m'avez rien expliqué du tout. Vous m'avez tout bonnement consigné dans cette bétaillère. Mais enfin, monsieur, puisque je vous dis que le vol était complet. Bien, d'accord, j'accepte cette explication. Mais j'estime que j'ai au moins droit au repas des premières. Vous savez qui je suis. Je vous ai vu à la télé, comme tout le monde. Votre émission, la faillite du ciel, rendait compte avec objectivité de l'état du trafic aérien. J'avoue que traiter les hôtesses de pétasses volantes était amusant. Tu ne trouves pas, Connie Ça vous fait rire. Ça vous fait rire. Bien. J'ai compris votre petit jeu. Et nous le vôtre. Alors vous nous lâchez, monsieur. William, any ideas? God, I sound great. <laughs> uh, is that Sugarland in French? No, no, no. Veronica? I'm sorry, I have no idea. All right, let's give it to him uh, in the English then. You still have a chance to save it here. Uh, yeah, this would be number seven now. No, you did not explain anything. All you did was shove me back here in this cattle car. Oh, oh, oh you boarded yeah. that we were overbooked. Fine, done. I accept that. But why in hell can't I get the first-class meal my network paid for? Do you know who I am? Yes, we've all seen your program. 
Your episode, Flying Junkyards, was a very objective look at air traffic safety. It wasn't nearly as edifying as bimbos of the sky, was it, Connie? You think you're funny? You think you're funny? Fine. I've got your number. And I've got yours. So park it, sir. Veronica? I have no idea. Airplane? Oh, William Teller, please. Uh, it's it's the, uh, testimonial, uh, the testimonial film I did for Bruce Willis. Um, it's, it's a Die Hard. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not... It's Die Hard 9. <laughs> that was pretty good. All right, and now, so, uh, Veronica, hold on there. Oh, this is terrible. Nobody's winning anything. Now for Ernie Hudson... And here's Paul in Altaloma. Hi, Paul. You're on KFI. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah, Can I ask a real quick question of my own? Sure, go ahead. Uh, I always wondered why you guys, or if you guys, tried to get Ed Koch to play the mayor. He anybody wasn't know? mayor. Was no, he mayor? I uh, I don't know if he was. No, he wasn't in, in, well, he was at the time, but not in the movie. Uh, I, was, I always wondered if he tried to cast him and he didn't want to do it or something. He would have been great. I don't think anybody here was, was involved was in the casting. too close to type. Right. <laughs> Okay, uh, Paul, are you ready? I'm ready. Ernie, sure. are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, you got to show everybody up here, Ernie. First, in the French version, number two, take a listen, please. Name this film. Police, ne bouge pas. J'ai dit ne bouge pas. Je croyais plutôt que les flics disaient pas un geste. Bon, le flic, c'est moi. Et j'ai dit ne bouge pas, Blanche-Neige. Si tu bouges, t'es mort. Et moi, je dis que je suis mort. Et pourtant, je bouge. N'avance plus d'un centimètre. Je déconne pas, je t'assure. Alors tuez-moi, je vous en prie. Officier Albrecht. Mais t'es dingue. Tu avances sur un flingue. Tu planes. Vous ne vous souvenez pas de moi. Mais qu'est-ce que tu me chantes Et Shelley Vous vous souvenez de Shelley Webster Shelley Webster est morte, mon ami. Allez, avance plutôt vers le trottoir. Marche très lentement. Vas-y, bouge on va attendre sagement les renforts. Là, ça devient trop délirant pour moi. Paul uh, I don't have a clue, so I'll just take a wild guess from Ernie's filmography here. How about uh, Matter of Life and Death? Mm, Ernie, you, did you catch that one? Uh, I have no idea. All right, let's give it to him in the... Actually, let's tease it. Hey, everybody. This is big-time radio programming, guys. Okay. We're going to get some news, and when we come back... We'll hear the English version. Paul, hold on. Ernie, hold on. Okay. Uh, William, thank you. Silvica, I don't have a button for you because you're right here in front of me. And uh, we'll do more with the cast of Ghostbusters. This is KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. Oh, God! <gasps> www.protoncharging.com So be good! For goodness sake, whoa! Can I help you? I'm Walter Peck. I represent the Environmental Protection Agency, the 3rd District. Great. How's it going down there? Are you Peter Venkman? Yes, I'm Dr. Venkman. Exactly what are you a doctor of, Mr. Venkman? Well, I have PhDs in parapsychology and psychology. I see. And now you catch ghosts. Yeah, you could say that. And how many ghosts have you caught, Mr. Frank? I'm not at liberty to say. And where do you put these ghosts once you catch them? 
into a storage facility. And would this storage facility be located on these premises? Yes. And may I see this storage facility? No. And why not, Mr. Vankerman? Because you did not use the magic word. What is the magic word, Mr. Vankerman? Well, let's say this Twinkie represents the normal amount of psychokinetic energy in the New York area. According to this morning sample, it would be a Twinkie 35 feet long, weighing approximately 600 pounds. <coughs> That's a big Twinkie. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. The Saturday Night Fiasco, every Saturday, 9 until midnight. And we are joined in the studio by Ms. Slavica Jovan, the evil, horrible, scary, frightening, otherworldly, nimble, gymnastic, sexy, Gozer the Gozerian from Ghostbusters. On line 7, Mr. William Atherton. Yes. Walter Peck from Ghostbusters, and then the only one in the movie that wasn't sort of bad or evil, nice guy Ernie Hudson, the fourth Ghostbuster, the one with the faith, the one that brought it all together. Yeah, but he had the Twinkie. I had the Twinkie. He did, well, he didn't have the Twinkie. He, no, but he, he had the biggest Twinkie. He was in, Well, that's what we hear. Okay. So, we, when we last left, we had Paul in Altaloma. Paul, are you ready now to hear this clip in English? And Ernie, are you ready in English? Now, Ernie Hudson, I believe, you will slap your forehead with one of those I could have had a V8 when you hear it in English. <laughs> Paul, you may you know this. Ready? Let's run it. See if you can name this film. Paul. Okay. Police! Don't move. I said don't move. I thought the police always said freeze. Well, I am the police. And I said don't move, Snow White. You move, you're dead. <laughs> and I say I'm dead. And I move. Now, one more step. I'm serious. And shoot, if you will. Officer Albrecht. What are you, nuts? Walking into a gun? You high? You don't remember me. What are you talking about? How about Shelley? Do you remember Shelley Webster? Shelley Webster is dead, my friend. I want you to move over to the curb there. Come on, run nice and easy. Come on, move it! I'm waiting for backup. Freaking weird for me. Paul? Well, I was going to buy the DVD anyway, but I'll just guess two of a kind. Mm. Oh, <laughs> boy, man. The call is letting us down. Ernie, tell him what it is. <laughs> no, it's the crow. It is the crow. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, well, people, I'm hanging up on all these people now because <laughs> they've all disappointed me terribly. So, um... I mean, the level of it, the, the level is abominably low, isn't it? It's just too bad. I mean, yeah. God. Well, it's KFI. <laughs> all right. You know, you're not on public radio, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we come to the, the part of the interview, the obligatory part of the interview, when everybody is asked, like, how was it to make the movie and all this stuff. But I have some specific questions. So first, Slavica. Now, you, in this movie, had some things done to you physically. Would you care to describe them? 
Mm, I'm trying to remember, for example. You don't remember? Let me give you a little reminder. Red hot burning discs jammed into your eyeballs. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Red contact lenses. Right. I couldn't see through them, and uh, when I was acting, I, w I felt like I was blind. And also, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, yes. but you without contacts. <laughs> yeah. You get that normally. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, and Slavica also, mm -hmm. is it fair to say that you weren't, um, you weren't just walking around of your own free will a lot of the time? There was a bit of a freaky B&D kind of something happening. What'd they do to you? Well, uh, um, I think I had to do some flying, being lifted up high up. And um, I, it was uncomfortable, but... You're understating it, aren't you? <laughs> Did you ever think when you were being strung up 50 feet off the ground, twirled around, yes. red contacts in your eyes, you can't see anything, you don't know what the hell they're doing to you? Did you ever regret um, what you've gotten into? Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm safe and whole. <laughs> and... Um, it was uncomfortable, but then after a while, when everything was all right, I thought it was fun. Looking back, but now you don't remember it, you've blocked it out and repressed it. Yes, yeah. Which <laughs> is not normally what we do with our fun memories. Well, I would like to play, uh, you know, like uh, Contessa on a Greek island. Mm -hmm. But no, you're uh, the evil spirit and you can't see. Now, well, not me. It's just my character. I was not even relating to a, an evil. So you're not a method that. actor then? I was just using my imagination. So you didn't, when you were not being filmed, mm. you didn't walk around and go, I'm Gozer. She you wanted to put Sakantas on the Greek mm. island. Right. So yeah, she's yeah, walking right. around doing that. Bring me figs. Right. Well, I use uh, sometimes some method acting, some other things, you know. For Gozer the Gozerian? Did you use any method acting for Gozer the Gozerian? Mm, yes, and that does not mean that I have to be evil or feel evil. What did you use? What did you mm. bring to the part from yourself? Um, just my own imagination. Okay, It's like I turning into that Bravo actor studio thing where they sit on the stage, you know? Now, yes, now yeah. William Atherton... Yeah. You're in this movie. Yeah. You're not a nice guy in this movie. Although, really, you're just doing your job. When you would walk on the street after this movie came out, what kind of things did people oh, say I'll to you? Tell you did a lot older. of people did a <laughs> did a lot of people come up to you and go, Mr. Anderson, excellent job in that movie. Really enjoyed your yes, performance. Yeah, and, and your and I saw your Benvolio in Cleveland, and it was almost as good. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, uh, you, you, no, you, how, shall I, how, how shall I put Just, this? You in, know what, you say it. In historic and if perspective. If how shall I do, because, you know, the, the world is twitching here. How should I put that in historic perspective? I, it, it's kind of like, you know, Ernesto's feeling. It's, we, we did this thing, and it was kind of fun. And then you walked out of the house one day, and the movie had grossed Belize. Right. That weekend, you right. see? And so and so no matter what you did in that movie, I mean if if you if if you did craft service, if you sold Gatorade yeah. to the crew, your life had changed. And so 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of it kind of did. I mean, um, it um, you 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 uh, you had kids follow you around, which is really cool, and then you had you know sometimes stranger people follow you around at later hours of the day, which wasn't so cool. <laughs> and um, so yeah, everything everything kind of changes. Well, here's what uh, the director of the movie and Harold Ramis have to say about what happened to you after this movie came out. Uh, Walter Peck. <laughs> William Atherton. Yes. <laughs> very good guy. Very uh, uh, odious in this movie, though. <laughs> and uh, it set up immediately with the uh, with that handshake. The um, I ran into Atherton about a year after this film uh, had come out. I was expecting him to sort of greet me with open arms because uh, of the success of the film and he became quite famous from the movie and he was genuinely pissed he came up to me and said you know I can't walk into a bar without people wanting to pick a fight with me kids scream at me and make fun of me wherever I go <laughs> well the worst is that I'll tell it now later in the movie uh, Danny calls him dickless yes <laughs> but, yeah, Atherton told me that uh, he was walking down the street in New York and a busload of, of teenagers <laughs> yelled at him and he turned and smiled and waved and they all went yo dick <laughs> uh, so let me just go on record. I'm sorry, William. He's a good actor. actor. Yeah, you're an extraordinary actor, and you deserve better. You wouldn't scarred horribly, haven't you? Well, it was funny because it was right after one of those, you know, readings where you're 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 just kind of waiting through the first act of Uncle Vanya, and you're walking down Seventh Avenue, and all the kids are getting out of the Fresh Air Fun matinee. You know, it was. Uh, uh, I was. I mean, I was never genuinely pissed. I was just altered. Mm -hmm. You know and, what I mean. And then, and of course, far be it from me to second guess your your career choice here. Right after Ghostbusters, where you play sort of the most unlikable guy on the face of the planet. Uh huh. The next movie. Remember what the next movie you did was? No. Real genius. Oh, real genius. Yeah. Where you play yet another jerk. I know. I just I, I realized there was a whole vein I had yet to mine, and uh, and I decided to mine it, and it came so naturally. And all the people I'd known for years, they they always knew that it would come that naturally to me, but it was a surprise to me, mm -hmm. you know. But but they always knew. Everybody knew that. I could... <laughs> so I, I just kind of I just kind of went that with that fork in the road bent. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of went with the bend. Now, in, I'm going to go through these movies of your career. Can you tell us the ones in which, in which you play a nice guy? Sure. Okay, here we go. Going all the way back, do you remember uh, your first film, 1973, playing the president of a fraternity? Ringing any bells? That's my second. Oh, is it? But, yeah, that's that's the class of 44. Were you a nice guy in that? Uh, no, I wasn't. I, All right. I was really, no. I was really <laughs> nasty in that one. And then the Sugar, oh, that... the Sugar Land Express. Oh, I was a sweet guy. Yes, that. you were. I was uh, rather dim. And that came easily too. I was going to say how much of that was you. Oh also... no, no, that was uh, no, that was probably my most method part. <laughs> then that, that was yes, it was dim. It was legitimately dim. All right, then. And, but he, but he was, he was sweetly dim. That's true. Now the Hindenburg. Well, you missed Locust in between. No, actually, they have Next Locust. Oh, they do have Next Locust. They have them both from 75. See, well, I was nice in Locust. I was nice in the Hindenburg. I was a little bit of a psychopath, but, I mean, that's what you did with Saxons in those days. Right. And looking for Mr. Goodbar. Um, I, I was out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty men. And then, uh, well, uh, this I'm one... I'm really out of my mind. You must have been nice in the House of Mirth. Yes, I was, but I was kind of... 
Yeah, yeah, but The House of Mirth was one of those movies where you make a choice and nobody cares. Yes. Yeah, well, that's what happened with that. Do you, have, you know what I'm getting from you, William? I'm getting this vibe, that you wake up sometimes in a cold sweat, screaming, My Bradley and Barry Child 110 Obies! I'm not just Walter Peck! Oh no! I, I I wake up I wake up screaming. I was with William Morris at the time. Couldn't they see this was coming? <laughs> okay, uh, that's what I that's what breaks me. Yeah, cold sweat. Really? All right, hold on. And then of course uh, they get ten percent of your cold sweat. Oh yeah, they do. One one beat out. No, I think it was one beat out of five. Right. Okay. Uh, if you could hold on there, gentlemen, we have some people who want to ask you questions. At 1-800-5201-KFI, and uh, we'll come back with more. Finish this up and try. You know, we want to try and give away this Ghostbusters DVD, but nobody knows anything about French dubbing. Who would have thought? This is KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. Uh, I'm uh, Winston Zettimore, Yana. But I've only been with the company for a couple of weeks. But i got to tell you, these things are real. Since I joined these men, I have seen stuff that'll turn you white. Well, you could believe, Mr. Pecker. My name is Peck. Or you could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. Oh, God. <sighs> www.protoncharting.com So be good! For goodness sake! Whoa! I'm really stumped here with a problem with my mouse. Jeff Levy. Alright, how long have you had the mouse? Oh, geez, it's an old one. Well, I got a big suggestion for you. Okay. okay. Can you budget $50? If you can budget $50, go out and buy a $20 Microsoft mouse and spend the other $30 getting blind freaking drunk. <laughs> then you won't care about the mouse either way. Jeff Levy on computers, tomorrow morning at 9 on KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. Gozer the Gozerian? Good evening. As a duly designated representative of the city, county, and state of New York, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Are you a god? No. Then... KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. Running out of time, let's move quickly. First, we bring back line seven, William Atherton. Yes. Line eight, Ernie Hudson. Hey. And Ernie, I'm curious, would you care to comment on something uh, on the Internet Movie Database that I guess is, is coming up, or maybe I'm really out of it and it's already been released, Shark Attack. Yeah, Shark Attack. Um, HBO is going to premiere it in another week or so, I think. Oh, 
Okay, and what yeah. is it about a shark who attacks? It's like, about a shark, yeah. Uh, research uh, on sharks and cancer and... Um, uh, yeah, it's... Um, is this a documentary? No, no, it's not. It is a uh, movie. Casper Van Dien, yeah, is uh, starring in it, and myself, and uh, we shot it in South Africa, and it's, uh, it's a fun kind of action piece. Excellent. Look for that on HBO. William Atherton, you will be, you will be doing Diary of a Scoundrel <laughs> Which one? Falstaff Festival. Uh, a, a, B, or C. So I'm doing um, uh, well, the we Dorothy Dandridge story. The, the what story? I'm Dorothy sorry? Dandridge. I'll be on HBO Dorothy Dandridge story. I played Daryl Zanuck. Oh, my. And what is this we see here? Butterfly Legend. Uh, that's uh, an independent. That'll be out this fall. Fantastic. Slavica, you have a movie coming out? Yes. Independent. Yes, you American men are so silly. House on Haunted Hill. Ooh. Sounds very frightening. Um, we're almost out of time. Let's get a couple of callers in here, if we can. Joe in Seal Beach. Hi, you're on KFI. Hi, how's everybody doing? Hey, All right. fine. Does without warning sound familiar to anybody? Does what? Without warning. Yeah, yes, it does. We're sitting in the middle of a tarmac. You know, fortunately, uh, it, well, maybe unfortunately, it takes good acting and good producers and good directors. Fortunately, unfortunately, yeah, you guys were there, but the directors and so on really stunk. But are you, are you sad that that movie's going to eventually come out? Uh, I'm assuming it's a movie that I I made. Well, uh, no, no, no. You, you had you had part of yeah, you had part of. It sounds like so many I've made, but that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but Phil uh, Lee, who that, produced it and directed it, uh, is a, a good friend, and uh, you know, I'm just uh, I did it because he asked me to, and uh, so I, I I haven't seen it, so but I just wish the best for him. And there's something to be said for friendship in Hollywood, isn't there, Ernie? Uh, there's a lot to be said. All right, and finally, Stuart in Vancouver, Stuart. Apparently, you're just the biggest Ghostbuster geek on the face of the planet, even bigger than us. Is that right? It's uh, it's hotly contested, yes, but uh, sure, I'll argue that. Uh, well, her, well, make it snappy. These gentlemen and ladies have other things to do. Well, I mean, I run a website. I've been a fan of the movie forever, and there's one thing that's always uh, killed me. I've always wanted to know. Uh, I mean, uh, Mr. Atherton had shaving cream dumped on him, uh, heavy backpacks, uh, super hot soundstage with the three... The three guests you have on tonight, if you know the clocks were rolled back and they got offered the movie again, would they go through the the pain in the ass all over again? Get the movie done? Would you Slavica, would you do it again? Um Boy man, talk about opening a gaping well, wound, Stuart. Good we'll Lord. wait and see, I don't know. <laughs> Inquiring yeah, ah, fans want to know. Slavica not entertaining hypotheticals involving time travel tonight. William? Uh, well, I do it. I just tell Murray to lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Hudson, sir. I do it in a heartbeat. I'm so oh. proud to be a part of it. All right, here's what we know then. You're the most positive one of the bunch, aren't you, Ernie? Uh, uh, you mean tonight or in general? May well, both. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know, I suppose. Okay, listen, thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming on the phone with us. And oh, good luck pleasure. to you. And we will look for Shark Attack on HBO very, very soon. Well, thanks. And we will look for uh, William Atherton playing Daryl Zanuck. In the Dorothy Dadder story. Also on HBO. Right, right. But HBO is just kicking ass, HBO aren't they? And Oz is coming up soon, too. Next, starting Yay, Oz! Can I tell you something? Can I just say one thing, man? That show scares the piss out of me every time I watch it. <laughs> yeah, is that is I, that is, too, that is, I know, but that's what you're trying to do, right? Yeah, well, it's oh, well, then it works, you know, man. It's prison, man. No, it's too real. I get creeped out every time, and then and then I say, I'm never watching this again. It's too intense, and then, of course, I'm watching it again. <laughs> okay, thank you, gentlemen. And Slavica, the house on Haunted Hill? Yes. 
I'm sure it's going to be very good. Maybe even another Ghostbusters. And maybe maybe in a few years you'll be back when they release the House on Haunted Hill special edition on DVD. That is a mystery. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Uh, When we come back, the Masticators are here live in the studio to rock our butts. This is KFI Los Angeles, more stimulating talk radio. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. YouTube. And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossword. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Ugh, how big of an idiot was that guy? Everybody knows what body double sounds like in French, right? And that softball question, what would you do it again? Who's going to say no to that? Yeah. Dummy. Well, it is what it is. Final thought. Uh, here's one. I was watching the Carol Burnett show on Amazon Prime, and darned if she didn't introduce Ernie Anderson in the crowd at the beginning of an episode. I think it was the last episode of season two, the one with the dentist sketch. Um, heck, it's worth watching just for the dentist sketch, frankly. But, anyways, I thought it was cool uh, that Ernie Anderson was there. Go ask your parents. No, um, go ask your grandparents. Even then, they may not know who Ernie Anderson is. How, how old are you people? All right, that's it for this week. A bit of a change of pace, but times and temperatures being what they are, we appreciate the breather, and we'll be back with more of our usual nonsense next week. So with that, see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We got Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Hey Google, play the latest Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossword podcast. Sure, playing the latest episode of Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossword on Google Podcasts.